Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey, what up, guys? It's Jeremiah Watkins and Justin Alexio, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, I told Justin for once that he could go first, but he still said my name first for the intro. I don't. I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. Okay. I guess we have done over, uh, you know, 200 episodes where. Uh, yeah, we've branded you as the golden boy. I like it. I'm the bad boy, and we got another bad boy today for you, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. It's Friday. This guy's a comedian, actor, writer. All around good guy, got that brown hair. Give it up for Max Cutler. Hey everybody, how's it going? Justin, your name is first in the in the pre-recorded intro. Oh yeah, is it? Yeah, I think it is. Sweet. Well, all right. <laughs> fair is fair, Jeremiah. Hey, <laughs> you know, you take some, you you leave some. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Max, you got here so early. I felt bad because I was like, I'm 15 minutes away. I was like, That's he's gonna right. have. I was gonna call Jeremiah and be like, let that, you know, my friend is there. But I was like. I know Jeremiah wouldn't be weird about it. I was like, Max might be weird about it. So I was like, I'll just let him hang out. But then you guys knew each other. Yeah. Yep. Max and I worked together multiple times. Two whole times. Two whole times. Uh, the most recent time uh, was the last time I booked a commercial, which was last year. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know that. So Max is my good luck charm. Uh, you know, I'm seeing him again. That means another booking is so right around the corner. I haven't seen him in a year. It's been a little, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We did have our call back together, so that that must have been the good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that comfort of like we know each other already. We can just play. Yeah, it was good. We uh, we obviously did good enough to to book it, but yeah, we had this this call back together for this coffee bean commercial. They were like, "Hey, can you guys riff?" And we're like, "No problem." <laughs> and then which is technically the technically illegal. They're not in the seventies. That's what SAG, they have that rule. Uh, you can't improvise. Yeah, yeah this thing is not Oh, okay. They didn't yeah. say the word improv, though. They were just like, yeah, yeah. just play with the dialogue. We can, you know, we can yeah, work Yeah, they never it. said improv. Yeah. Because yeah. they didn't want to give us writing credit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did. They, they, they had a script, and then when we got on set, they had a little list of all the jokes that they had written the night before since yeah. the callback. And like seven of them were ones that we had made up in the callbacks. Yeah. You guys didn't feel you felt okay giving them that. You're like, ah, it's yeah, a coffee bean commercial. Whatever. It was uh so what did you have a good time on that shoot? Yeah. I had a good time on that shoot. The only thing for me was uh it was a little mentally exhausting because they told us they asked every single take for t- us to be different and us to riff something new. And we're like Every single yeah. take, and, and it was like to, an eight hour shoot. <laughs> we had to like play off the word cool and how many how many variations of the word cool can you really do after like four hours in? You're like, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, cool, let's. Cool, yeah. like a sad polar bear? Yeah. Got, no, we can't go down there. I like the copywriters just took a little breaky. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been exhausting for you too because you had to be like exasperated with me the whole time. And I just had to be annoying, which as a younger brother is just like second nature. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty done by the end of the day. And then uh, the way that they uh, showed their gratitude to us at the end of the day was they gave us $5 <laughs> coffee bean gift cards. Yeah. I was like, just don't even give us anything. Just they paid don't... us too, though. We got paid for doing the, the no, job. No, 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 no. I know. But I'm, appre- I'm appreciative for all that. 
But I'm just saying, like, if you're going to make a grandiose gesture that's like, <laughs> hey, we really enjoyed working with you. And then, like, they give you a card, which are people that work corporate at Coffee Bean. Yeah. They can afford to give the stars of the commercial. And I'm not being a diva calling no. ourselves the stars. We are the spot. We're yeah. the entire spot. And then, like, here you go, champ. <laughs> Here's like, one coffee and you can pay the tax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is kind of a slap in the face. So I just, I just gave it to I my agent. I used it and I think I had... You regifted that? Yeah, of course oh, I did. Oh, man. Dude, now the you're agent, the guy. The agent earned it. That's his 10%. <laughs> now the agent's like, oh, you're going to give me a gift. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then the first time that Max and I worked together, we, were, we did this video called uh, this viral... YouTube video with uh, with uh, DJ uh, that uh, was uh, the women of LA. Yeah, we mm. were extras. We were featured though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I had a I had like a big injury on my chin because I had had a s'mores party a week before, <laughs> and, I, and I had a mush, marshmallow that was on fire, and I flung it into my chin. Oh no! And oh. you could see it in the video. There's just a big red spot on my chin, and. And I was like, oh, were, no. were you trying to impress girls? Like, no. why would you? No, I was just like, shit, my marshmallow's on fire. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta remedy the situation. My uh, my brother's boots one time lit on fire from s'mores, and we had so much fun stomping on his feet <laughs> to put out the fire. He was screaming. God, we were bad kids. Yeah, but uh, at least you don't got no scarring now, so no, yeah. that's good. I feel good. I would have been freaked out, like. There, there goes. There goes my face. <laughs> my moneymaker. <laughs> the business is ending. Guess I gotta go back to account. That is one of my biggest fears of like getting in a horrific accident. And, like, what would you do? You could Tina Fey it and just get all your angles on. That's true. But I feel like you gotta be huge to be like, move the camera around. Yeah, <laughs> true. Do they have? Is that? A, She's got a, real a huge. Thing? Like scar yeah. on her face because when she was like seven, she got bit by a dog or something. No, right? some dude. She was hanging out in her front yard when she was a little kid, and some dude just sliced her face open. Yeah, you just out of nowhere, scars. and then ran away. She doesn't like wow. talking about it too much. I just know that it's a thing. You're a huge Tina Fey fan, bro. Yeah, who wouldn't be? <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, I met I'm in Max in Groundlings class. Yeah, I forget which one was it. Basic. I think it was basic because you knew Danny. Yeah, Danny. Are and you guys? We, are you guys still besties? You guys were like little. We were little besties, and then he moved away, and it was like, oh, you're too far. Like he moved to Hollywood, and I was in Koreatown, and I was like, you're so far. And he always wanted me to drive over, and for like a month of me only driving to his house, I was like, you could come over this way, and he was like, no. And I went okay, <laughs> but now we live like three blocks from each other, and I haven't told him yet. So oh, I need he's to. still holding holding that back. No, there's no grudge. It's just like I keep forgetting to call him. So it's safe to say he's not your bestie anymore. I got lots of besties. He's still a bestie. Oh, God. (laughs) That is what's still my distance for friendship is like about five miles. So Santa Monica? No, I live in Echo Park. So like this is as far west as I'll come. Justin comes here a lot, so we're good friends. (laughs) (laughs) He's right on the five-mile mark. But like dating girls, yeah, it's got to be like less than five because it's not worth it. I just live with mine now, so that... Fixed it. Oh, you're a little. You're an adult now. Yeah. Wow. It's scary. Yeah. It's our first both living with someone time. Wait, how long has it been? Uh, almost eight months. Nice. Yeah. How do you like it so far? Pretty good. Yeah. I love right. it. It's like way better than living with dudes, right? Oh yeah. Dude, like your life improved so much. It's My incredible. last roommate was such a bro. He would always come home and be like. 
dude, I'm going out with this chick later. And I'd be like, wait, didn't you go out with a chick this morning? He was like, oh, yeah, I had sex with her, whatever. But if the next <laughs> one doesn't, I'm cool because I've already had sex. <laughs> I've already got one in the... <laughs> in the bag for In today. the bank. Uh, and this is someone I've known since I was like one. So it's it's weird. Yeah. To hear him say that. <laughs> and I tell my mom about it. And she's like, what? Elliot? No. Elliot? Uh. Oh, God. So how long have you been in Los Angeles, Max? I am from here. You're from here. Yeah. What part? Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. You're a Beverly Hills kid? Yep. 90211. Do people give you crap for that? They did when I, I did a summer study in Penn State after my senior year of high school. Yeah. And Beverly Hills by the um, Weezer? Weezer just yeah. came out. And people would sing it at me. And I was like, guys, you're making me homesick. And they were like, oh, okay, we're sorry. And I, I got them to stop. But it was always just because I went to school in Indiana. And people are always like, you're from Beverly Hills? Do you see movie stars? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. And they're like, we're not friends. <laughs> like <Yeah>. instantly. <laughs> it was hard. That's why we were going to be friends with you. New kid from Beverly Hills. We got all your Brad Pitt stories and stuff. No, I just had like Coolio was at my uncle's house once. Really? To watch a movie. Dude, tell but us about that. Or so is that the extent of the story? <laughs> I might have just been a racist like 10-year-old, but there was a black guy at my uncle's house with the cool, you know, the Coolio dreadlocks. And I was like, are you Coolio? And he went, yeah, man. And I was like, what are you doing here? He was like, I'm just watching a movie. And I went, all right. And then I just walked away. And now that I'm thinking back on it, I'm like, maybe it was just a guy that was fucking with me. And he was just like, yeah, little white boy, I'm Coolio. I'll let you believe that. You'll never know. I'll never know. Don't ever ask your uncle. Otherwise, it could. He won't remember. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I used to hang with Coolio. Back in the day. Back in the day. pull out a picture, like a picture frame. I feel bad for Coolio. He does, uh, he was the headliner at the Arizona State Fair last time I was back home. I'm just like, wow. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, that's the, the fear. Wait, so I feel like everyone I know from Beverly Hills is a child actor. Were you a child actor? No. I had stage fright as a kid. Aww. I cried at my bar mitzvah. <laughs> that's like 13, isn't it? Yeah. Just because all eyes were on you? Yeah. All those girls I had crushes on in eighth grade? Come on. <laughs> and, and, and then no one hated me afterwards, which is, you know, the worst thing that could happen on stage happens. And then all of my... It didn't like go away immediately, but it started to like, wait a minute, I can just be whoever the fuck I want and no one gives a shit. So <laughs> time to do that. Does any of your friends, I would make fun of you. I would still bring it up that you cry to your bar mitzvah. No, I bring it up the most. <laughs> it's that sort of preempt them. You know, like if you're the fat kid, you call yourself some name so yeah. that no one else can. You're like, fat kid to you. I've seen people do that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. It works. You're like, be more creative. Fat <laughs> <laughs> kids here? Oh my goodness, that's just sad. The people just start making fun of him for being like an yeah. idiot. Yeah, for not being creative enough. Yeah. Fat, fatty, fat, fat here. <laughs> oh man, dude, you can come up with something better. <laughs> Please. Then his real self esteem is gone. Yeah. Because now his brain sucks. So he said after uh, you figured out that you didn't care. Yeah. Is that whenever you got into acting and stuff was when you're like, no. I don't care. I'll do whatever. Because I felt like it was too late in high school. And so it all started when I took a UCLA extension improv class. Okay. I never did anything during the summer. And my mom just threw a book at me and was like, do something this summer. And I was like, I love Who's Line. I'll take an improv class. Mm -hmm. And then I just killed it. And I was like, wait a minute. 
this is great. And then I founded an improv troupe in college, and then that's how it all kind of started. Nice. Okay. Those UCLA extension classes, they're lifesavers. I have I know, some right? friends that have taken those. Uh, I went through your IMDb. Tell me about Hotel Secrets and Legends. Oh, God. Yeah, I want to hear this story. Tell so, us the premise of the show and yeah, your character. Yeah. yeah, definitely tell us the premise of the show. I'm not sure what this show is. So it's one of those like History Channel discovery shows. Okay, you already got me. Keep going. <laughs> and they, they detail how hotels that are famous became famous. And they'll reenact the stuff that happened there. Uh, you know, like, oh, some crazy murders happened at this hotel. So here's, you know, here's this hotel and what happened. And I'll have some historians on talking about it. And my episode was the Beatles going to the the waterfront hotel in Seattle or, or Portland or something like that. And because no other hotel would take them. Yeah. They were too much of a liability because all the girls would, would mob the place. This place was going under. So they they were it. like, we'll take the Beatles, totally. And they shot all these scenes with us getting out of an ambulance and sitting in the room, and they cut all of it. There's one part where you can see the side of my face where we get out of the ambulance, and the girls are screaming. And then we look, and we're like, oh, look at all these girls. And then they shoo us in, and the rest of it is like the hotel manager and the girls. So you're playing a Beatle? It. Yeah, I was, I was, shit, not Paul. It says was, George Harrison. I was yeah. George Harrison, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Which, incidentally, is my mom's favorite, so win-win. You're making it in Hollywood as soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you book this role. She's like, sweetie, you're going to be a star. Yeah, and then I wasn't. There was uh, one other credit here I wanted to talk about. The Second Coming of Christ. Oh, that was just, I was an extra, and they gave me a named role. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> you don't watch the stuff you're in, man? I don't think it's done. That's I okay. I don't think they finished it. I know that um, Tom Sizemore is in it, who yeah. used to be sort of kind of famous, I guess. I was thinking, you gotta, those people, they just got to keep their fame up. Keep yeah. doing those movies. That's the thing. I'll never let my flame go out. Oh, I'll you just can. keep it, I'll keep it on fire. It. Just keep going until you're dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring out my body. <laughs> I'm not going to retire gracefully. My favorite, this this is going back to the Women of L.A. video, but I just remembered something uh, that stood out to me that day. Do you remember that, the, the big, so in the video there's a scene, <coughs> excuse me, where we're all doing like this, this rent type recreation, mm -hmm. and it's this big Broadway musical production type thing. Curtains there's, open. The curtains open, all that stuff. And there's this part where we all had to clap in unison. Oh, God. And we had to go from the left, clap, step right, clap, okay? There was a guy that was there. Do you remember this, this guy? What was he, what costume was he? I don't remember what costume. Because everyone had a wacky in. costume. Yeah, everybody had like an occupation. Anyway, this, <laughs> this, this guy, he could not get the timing down. For the I clap. I can't get it when people don't with rhythm. It was literally like step left, bah, step right, bah. Could not get it. And they're like, he would clap Sir? on the step, I think, each time. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it that weird little Asian dude? No, no. It was, was like it was, 90? No, it was, it was like a, a white dude. Oh. And they, he, he got the gig from Craigslist. Oh, God. <laughs> and he drove like, <laughs> this place was so far. It was in like, not Torrance, but. It's super far. Yeah. It was real south. Yeah. 
And so they're like, sir, uh, let's take it again. You're, just, let's try it again. And they even had music playing. They like, music, we didn't the have whole to thing. make up a beat. No, they had the, they had the whole thing. And then uh, he could not get it. And they're like, sir, can we come talk to you for a minute? <laughs> he comes over. They cut him because <sighs> they could not, he could not get in unison. Like 10 takes oh. later. Yeah, and they're like, we're burning takes right here. <laughs> we got to get this guy out of here. And he's free work. So they're just like, <laughs> no, no. Oh, he wasn't getting paid either. None of us no. were. It was all favors of TJ. Uh, TJ just like Facebook messaged me. He was why like, would hey you, man, can you come over and do a thing? And I was like, all right. Oh, yeah, cool. Why would, uh, why would a stranger do something for free like that and drive far? Dude, this is LA. People <laughs> want copying credit so bad. People that live in Vegas will come over here and like, oh, I just want to be on set yeah. for a day. I'll do anything. They want the day. experience. Oh, God. But it's not even experience that you can write down anywhere. Yeah, most of, most of the time <laughs> when you're an extra, it doesn't. But get a lot of people are anywhere. like, maybe I can network, maybe I can work my way up, like all that Gotta stuff. Bring all my business cards. Totally. <laughs> Did you ever go into something like semi-delusional, like early on out here, where you're like, you you ended up having false expectations for something? Oh, yeah. all the time. I'm a I'm an optimistic. Everything is going to be awesome and the best. Like, what would be an example of a time that you like went into something? You're like, this could this could this could happen. Um. I did a I did one of those forty eight hour films, mm-hmm. and if you won the whole thing, you go to Cannes. <laughs> and I was like, "We're going to Cannes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we pulled horror, and we were like, "We're not going to Cannes." Oh, it was themes that you had to. Pull? Yeah, you had to like pull a theme from a hat to to sort of prove <laughs> that you could make it in forty eight hours. You had to make it in a certain window of time. That's really hard. And so we got horror, and I was like, horror's not going to win nothing when you got two days to make it. Yeah. How many horror movies win, like, an Oscar? That's true. Three. Psycho and Hannibal, uh, Silence of the Lambs and American Psycho? Yeah, pretty pretty rare. Yeah. So I was like, guys, we're going to go to Cannes. This is going to be so much fun. We're going to totally win. And then, no way. No dice. Or, like... You know, I'll go to these like networking things that you get those emails about. I'm like, I'm gonna meet some guy, and he's gonna be like, "You're amazing." And then you meet a guy, and he's like, "You're amazing." And then you never see him again. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, I don't know why people go to networking events out here. I got success from one of them. It wasn't really an event. I went to AFM in Santa Monica, and the American Film Market. Yeah. Okay. okay. Our acting teacher was just like, "Go to AFM and meet some people." (laughs) We were like, "All right." And we went, we would just hang out in the lobby, and I met a director, and she makes mumblecore movies, which I didn't know what that was. It's like Lena Dunham type stuff. And then she, like, I auditioned and then got a part in her movie, like, two weeks later. Nice. It works. What kind of uh, movie was it? Mumblecore. It was oh, about... Oh, it's called... Oh, yeah. It's called like a Mumblecore. genre. Oh, gotcha. Where it's all very, like, almost poorly shot on purpose, in a way... It's like it's like girls, but before it got a big budget. Okay. Or tiny furniture that Lena Dunham movie that she made before girls. It's like this weird, you know, super real and very artistic and uh and um I played a guy that a girl cheats on her boyfriend with for like a minute and then she goes back to him. <laughs> that got written all over your face. Yeah. Cheat on my, you. It was my first oh no, I was the other guy. She cheated on some other guy, and I was the... The guy who got cheated on. No, no, no. I was the... <laughs> che- Wait. 
Sounds like you don't do very much research for your roles. No, no, no. Girl dating guy. Yeah. Kissed me. Oh, not okay. her boyfriend. So she cheated on her boyfriend with you? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was my first on-screen kiss. Now, what was that like, Max? It was fine. It was on a little tongue. I said, uh, I, I was trying to. I think there was a little. <laughs> maybe a smidge. There was a hint of a tongue. And it was my first time kissing someone who had a real boyfriend in her real life. Yeah, Siano. Was he on set and he's like, take care of her, bro. <laughs> and you're like, this is awkward. No, he was in Silver Lake somewhere doing not. We were insane. How did you there. find that? She's just like, just so you know, before we act out this scene, I have a boyfriend. Like, how no, do you find that? No, I think that? we, so we shot all of my stuff in one day. And that was the last thing. And during the course of the day, it just sort of was like, oh, me and my boyfriend do this and that. And oh, like, I'm sure she organically <laughs> <laughs> came up with a way to do that. And I was like, oh, fuck. What, I, have what I do before acting class, uh, if I'm doing a scene where it's going to make out, I just tell the girl, I'm like, hey. I'm just gonna. We're trained to just let our emotions go. I'll do. I'm and I'm handsy, so. Uh, I'm a plow in there. You know, just so you know what you're getting into. She's like, "Yeah, let's just make it real." And I'm like, "Okay, well, this feels real to me." And you just you get, you know, get. I'm good. I do, I do the hair. <laughs> I breathe on the ear. Everything. Breathe on the ear. That sounds Girls so like that, man. not. <laughs> <laughs> to be kissing you real soon, okay? <laughs> Bow, okay, strap yourself in because Justin Alexio, Jay Yoon is about to get up inside your mouth hole. You this is how I do it in real life and it works real good. And then the director's like, we, you have a mic on. We heard all that. That take is not usable. Please don't do that again. Well, a little nibble on the ear too, you know? Oh hmm. my goodness. If you did that, it's like, it's like excuse me, Justin, <laughs> This is a peck on the cheek. I don't know where the nibble on the ear came I'm supposed in. to be your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Now, there is something electrifying about, like, kissing a girl in front of an audience. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like that thrill when you're hooking up in public. Jeremiah knows about My that My dad thrill. gave me that as advice. He was just like, if you want to, like, make sure a girl goes home with you or something, just start making out with her in front of her friends. I'm like, I don't. Has that worked for you? Do I have to know her first? Or <laughs> you, saying? girl, what's up? Make out. I feel wow. like that's that's how uh, you let her friends come in and take her away. Do that like arm hook thing, and they look at each other and they look at you in that disapproving glare. Yeah, it's like a the you know that look at the bar you get. Well, you don't know Jeremiah. You're you're in a happy relationship. You both are in happy yeah. relationships. This mom. Straight up monogamy. Straight up, dog. That's how we do it in these parts. <laughs> Chilling on the Saturday night, watching a movie at home. Uh, have you heard uh, the Lonely? Have you listened to the Lonely Island's uh, newest album, Turtle Neck and Chain? It's I like from not. a couple years ago. They've just got this great song about uh, uh, what's it called? It's called Diaper Money. Is the name of the track. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But. Uh, <laughs> Some of the lyrics is Yorma Taconi is singing. He's like, I got that wife pussy. I got that wife pussy. I got that pussy on lock. Disgusting. Uh, Talking about like how he's got the same pussy. And when he's with her, he's in same pussy heaven. It's it's like, (laughs) but it's like super hard. It's basically rapping about monogamy. It's so funny. It's so weird. I meet girls that are like, you can't say pussy. That's offensive. And then some girls like hate when I've referred to it as a vagina. Like, ew, don't call it that. 
I'm like, well, what am I supposed to call it? So they're yeah. all Elliot from Scrubs. So uh, <laughs> Building Ears listeners, write in. Tell us what I should call it. I'm trying to, trying to do what the ladies want. Do you guys get letters? Sometimes we get emails. Yeah, we get emails. Yeah. Not not too many handwritten letters. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be creepy. But if and I hear write in, I'm like, yeah. like a writing oh, gotcha. with a pen on a paper. Right. So what uh, if if people are listening to this episode, like they're kind of getting to know you as like a as an improviser and oh. as like a comedic actor. You've done commercials. Uh, you said before the podcast that you're waiting on a commercial to come out. Six months. Um, you, yeah, you booked, he booked a national commercial a while ago. <laughs> He's waiting for it to come out. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, hopefully it comes out very soon. Best of luck for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what, uh, what, what would you want people to... I don't know. Is there anything that you want people to know about you that we haven't really covered as far as like... Uh, like, what, like what are you wanting to do out here? I mean, you're doing great with commercials and like some acting stuff here and there, mm-hmm. but like what's long-term for Max Cutler? What do you want to do out here? I think just... I mean, anyone says anything, but, like, you put me in a movie, I'll do it. I'll Mm -hmm. do the research. I'll do the whatever you need me to do. You put me in a web series about some stoners, screw it. Why not? You know, you put me in a musical, I'll do my best. (laughs) Um, You know, improv sketch, I don't don't see a limitation, but that makes it hard to, like, like, what am I focusing on? Mm -hmm. So at the moment, I've just been focusing on, like, acting class scene study, figure all that stuff out because the improv it's it's sometimes it's hard to like study both at the same time because you they bleed into each other and they they make each other better but ruin each other at the same time and so you gotta you know you gotta take a time to like focus on one thing and i've just been doing like acting 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 which isn't really where i come from because i didn't do a lot of theater or anything Mm -hmm. like that well, you, you gotta you gotta build up your reps so you're doing it, man. This is the building years, so. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ, Jeremiah! What? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I try it. to tie it in seamlessly, and then Justin <laughs> throws a Jesus at me and makes it like all like crazy, like oh, oh this guy <laughs> trying to be a real host over here, making it a seamless podcast. Do you tell puns and you groan at all the puns? Yeah, is that how it goes? He's kind of the he's the pun master. You I know love, what? I too love it. Puns. W- it was super organic, and Justin <laughs> completely crapped on my moment. It couldn't have been more appropriate, right? That's <laughs> All right, I'm the wrong one. Here. All right, do, do you do the segment, Justin? Let's do it. Well, it's time for the Hollywood bitch slap. Watch out, Sounding more and more like a dolphin, Jeremiah. Well, you slapped twice. You watch out, I was just trying to make a difference. We do the same thing every week. So, uh, Max, you got a Hollywood bitch slap story for us? Okay. So, approximately one year ago, okay. maybe in like May or, or March or whatever the months are, I did a taped audition for a role in a movie. And it was for this like coked out, like, you know, preppy guy, which isn't totally me, but I tried. They wanted like a, you know, on speed Vince Vaughn. And I was like, all right, I can give it a shot. They go, they look at my tape and they go, hey, you know, I don't know how good you are with the, with the speed. I don't know if that really fit, but we'll give you this other role, this like minor bully. And I was like, all right, why not? Then two weeks later, hey, we're actually, we reviewed your tape and we'd actually like you to audition for the lead. And I was like, hell yeah. So they were like, send me the tapes. I sent them the tapes and then I booked the lead. This I haven't met anyone from this production. It was all on tape. Nine months later, in December, we have a table read. 
I have not met these people. They just told me to watch some movies over email. I was telling all my friends and family, I got to be, I got to lead in a feature film. Holy crap. And we do the table read. And five hours after the table read, I get an email that says, Hey Max, uh, thank you for coming out for the table read. Uh, we've, we've conferred about it and everything. And it seems like it's not going to work out. So you're not going to be on the project anymore. Um, and then it just said like, sorry, this sucks. Good luck on all your other projects later. And it was like 11 PM. And so I'm like, what the fuck is this? What did you do in that table read to make them be like, no, I Max. don't know. Obviously blew it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I mean, in the middle of it, he takes me aside and he was like, all the other people are going for these, like, they're really going for it. So maybe you could go for it more. And I was like, yeah, I guess. So he wanted more bad acting, basically. He's like, you don't need to go bigger. Yeah. Bigger. And the thing was, the whole movie was about just these like stoner kids in Indiana just like fucking around and not doing anything with their lives. Mm -hmm. But there was this sort of film noir intrigue thing going on. And the main kid was just this like, he was mostly really level-headed. He would get punched in the face and just be like, ah, fuck, the hell was that, man? And like in the reading the script, it didn't seem like he was a like super emotional person. He was very like, you know, the how the the detective would be in a in a film noir just very yeah. like I'm just dealing with all this shit I got to keep my head straight and they wanted me to I didn't know what they wanted and they had a guy who apparently the book was based off of some guy's life and there was a guy who lived with the author and so he was from that place and there's some accent that goes on in northern indiana that we couldn't do and he was all pissed about that so I think that was part of it and so I call the guy after I get this email and I'm like, after 30 minutes, because he didn't answer, he had gone to sleep. He sent the email, the director. You called someone, you called the director at midnight? It was 1130 when I got the email. So I figured he was, you know, he wasn't yeah, just like, awake. click, 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 enter. Just, you know, just this, oh, this is such a hard decision. And then he just fell asleep in 20 minutes. And I was like, what was wrong? What is there, like, what happened? He was just like, yeah, it just wasn't, it didn't fit, like, artistically, it wasn't, didn't fit the vision. And I was like, we had nine months for you to meet me. You didn't, there was nothing that could have happened in between there that yeah. should have changed your mind, maybe. And so, then the movie got canceled entirely, so I had to <laughs> bitch slap them back. Well, there you go. <laughs> it sounds like they didn't have their uh, their ducks in a row. Yeah. And they have been trying to make the movie for about 14 years. Good grief. Which, which. Well, that's a sign right there. He, okay, looking back, yes, oh that was goodness. a sign. But when I. When but, he, but with the Max Cutler starring version, that, this one's going to make it. They sent us this like blog post of all the times he was trying to get funding. There was like some oil tycoon that wanted to give him money. Oh, but man. then he fucking died. And so they couldn't get the money from him. And so I was like, oh, it's such a harrowing story of all these times they tried to make the movie. But then looking back, yes, them trying to make it for 14 years was like, okay, this is not going to happen. These guys are drug addicts, so they <laughs> keep getting funding and spending it on drugs. <laughs> Probably. That's my opinion. Uh, yeah, that definitely qualifies as a Hollywood yeah. bitch slap. You uh, booking a lead in a film, and then they're like on the table read, you know what? We're going in another direction. <laughs> it's like, dude. Okay, uh, I don't really know how to respond to this because you did have nine months. <laughs> and they to... were supposed to start filming in March. Oh so they had goodness. two months to find a new lead, I guess. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, dude, uh, thank you so much for coming by the podcast. Where can people find you online, social media-wise? Um, you can just find me on Facebook, Max Cutler. Mm-hmm. You could, um, let's see, my Twitter. I don't even really use my Twitter. I have one. You, uh, on YouTube, you got like sketches and stuff like that? On I don't. Okay, then look for him uh, in a coffee bean commercial that we were in. Um, it's called Q. Yeah. K-E-W-L? Yeah, I think, I think so. Spell it. yeah. It's got some views, I'll tell you oh, that. Yeah. God. <laughs> I, d- I mean, yeah. Like, there are videos of me on YouTube to find. Okay. But they're all... They're not on, like, a channel that I... You gotta get a website, dude. I do have a website. It's okay. maxbcutler.com. Oh, definitely plug that. <laughs> yeah, sorry yeah. about that. I need to update it. All right. I'm gonna do that today. All right, perfect. Well, Max B. Cutler, thank you so much for coming on The Building Years. And, uh... Yeah, continued success, and hopefully the next lead that you book on a film, it's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna. It's not. You know, that was just part of the building. Yeah, it's just years. gonna stick me around for oh, a year. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs>